Welcome to Intern Whisperer Live, the show all about internships and how to survive them. This is Abby. This is Matt. This is Isabella. Our show features two of our newest associate producer interns, Abyssal Baez and Matthew Plotz. Reminder to our listeners that you can call us on the air live. The phone number is 407-582-2906. And oh, by the way, we heard the phone ring for the first time before we the did. show started. It was amazing. It wasn't it for was us. Shocking. I know, right? We need to have somebody call us on What was that sound? There. I know. Old school phone <laughs> ringing. Ah. Anyway, you can also chat with us online, and we are looking for people that will be chatting with us through our Intern Pursuits Facebook Live. And, oh, look at that really great new cover that Josh created, Josh Mezzo. That looks awesome. Okay. Very nice. You're up. All right. Coming up this episode, uh, Intern Pursuits Spotlight, hashtag what I learned stories, great leaders that inspire you, Intern Pursuit Game Coloring Page Promotion, and Motivational Monday Topics. So how can people find us on social? So you can look for us on Pivot Business Consulting. We're on Facebook. Go to our Pivot Business Consulting website and go to the bottom. You'll find us on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Google+, YouTube, and then, oh my goodness, LinkedIn. You can find us on Intern Pursuits website for the socials if you want to make it really easy. Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And then you can find Interim Pursuit Game on Facebook and Twitter. And then you can listen to us live on mixlr.com forward slash Valencia College Radio. Follow the Intern Whisperer and can watch us live on Interim Pursuit's Facebook page. And again, that phone number, 407-582-2906. I will give somebody a box of crayons and a coloring page if they call us tonight on the show. (laughs) I so want that phone to ring. I don't know. We'll see. Because, like, I don't Did know, nobody knows hashtag? to watch us on Monday night. This is like a new episode coming out again. I wonder if two shows makes us syndicated. Let's just say it does. <laughs> I don't know. Especially since it will be repeat episodes at the point. That's yeah, this syndicated. is like That's syndication. totally different. Yeah, I think so. I think okay, Abby. Especially right. syndicated. Well, we would like to take this opportunity to thank our first sponsor, the Florida <coughs> Patient Association, whose mission is to bring support and services to patients in the state of Florida. If you have not received the help and support you need from an injury in the healthcare industry, contact Florida Patient Association for guidance on your rights. Thank you, Florida Patient Association. You may find them on Facebook as Florida Patient Association. You guys are doing magical. Oh, you thank got the you. music to play. We've got the, our, our cover page up. We're connected. Everything's. We sure are. I know. Hopefully, it's just magical. Okay, hopefully good. we can keep up the momentum. Oh, I'm, I have no <laughs> doubt. Yeah, I totally sure you are. I'm just grinning because I'm sitting here going, oh, yeah, you guys have been doing this like forever. Okay. So tonight's guests are Abyssal Baez and Matthew Plotz, who are both interns with Pivot Business Consulting and Intern Pursuit slash Intern Whisper. They are both attending um, Valencia currently, and Matthew also attended UCF. So welcome, guys. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. This is like your own <laughs> show. You're being here and it's your own time. It is. You're not, not all squished together on Wednesday night. It's very relaxing. It is. Isn't it? it? Sure is. It's very it's very smooth. Yeah. Very sen. We should we should have a little bit of a competition to see if our listeners like Monday night hosts or Wednesday night. That'd be hosts. fun. So you, Are you, you know what? 
We need to bring down the competition. Yeah. You need <laughs> to go and have game. all of your friends start liking the Monday night. And if you don't tell the Wednesday night crew, they aren't going to know. Uh-oh. I don't know. That's not longer. good sportsmanship, <laughs> but I'm just saying. What the heck? Okay. <clears throat> so, guys, um, let's just go from, like, the side over here, and then we'll flip it, and we'll go in reverse order on the second question. So all odd goes first with Abby and then with you, Matt. But if it's an even question, I start with you. Oh, fun. Yeah. So we'll kind of mix it up. Okay. All right. So, Abby, where... Did you go to school? And let's have all of the schools listed, not high school, just okay. all of your college academic careers. What is your degree, and how did you get your job here with Intern Whisper? All right, yeah. Who wants to hear about high school? Let's not talk about that. Please, no. <laughs> no We're all confused at that Never age. talk about it yeah, again. No. Yeah, no. Let it all die in the past. Yeah. Well, uh, my first university was uh, the University of Puerto Rico, Rio Piedras campus. Uh, back in Puerto Rico, obviously. I studied uh, audiovisual communications for two years. And what, uh, what does that mean? Audiovisual communications is just like regular communications. Is um, it just like radio then? Um, not really. It covers um, radio and uh, filmmaking and public relations, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Those okay. were the three programs that they offered at the school back in Puerto Rico. At like, least. would it be like TV broadcasting? Too? Yeah, TV. Uh, under filmmaking, you had TV and film, and then you had radio broadcasting and you know public relations, so it sounds advertising, like a, and so it sounds like a communications major right. with an emphasis on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I just translated the title from Spanish to English, which is audiovisual communication. Oh, say it in Spanish so I can oh, appreciate comunicación it. Comunicación audiovisual. That's how you say okay, it. It sounds much better it. that way. Oh, it, does, man. it does, right? Yeah. It does sound good. Oh, sorry. Well, uh, yeah, that's I, uh, I did two years there. I had a great time. Sounds like part. prison. I did two years. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe. <laughs> I spent two years. <laughs> well, I spent two years in, uh, did my time. in the University of Puerto Rico and uh, had a good time for the most part. And after Hurricane Maria, I relocated here to Florida and currently studying at Valencia. And hopefully next semester I'll get into UCF. So what are you doing at Valencia? We have to give a shout out to Valencia because we get to use their cool of students. Course. We're here great, right great now. Great school. Great school. I know. Yeah. So what uh, is it? A good class? Is it a film class? It's if a, not, you don't have to disclose. Right. No, it's a math class actually. Um, I already, oh. Yeah, I already took the class back in high school, but you know those credits won't transfer. I here. tell you, when I transferred from University of Florida to Rollins, they made me do the same darn thing. I had yeah. to go and take another math class over again. I don't know why. I don't say me too, but I guess I'll get into that when you ask uh, me the same question. So annoying. So, but it's a, it's a pretty good class. I enjoy it, and it's a good refresher on the subject of math, which I haven't tackled in Is so many years. Is it fractions? Do you have to do fractions and decimals? I'm guessing we will at some point. Oh. We're very early on still. Material's pretty basic. No, I, I, it's, you know, it's common ground for me. I already know most of it. So it's just more of a refresher. Not really. I don't feel like I'm really learning anything, but it's good to revisit the material. Oh, it absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've I've been rusty <coughs> on math these last three years because I haven't really been taking math at all. I haven't taken a math class in at least four years. So same. Well, yeah. three. When you have to start putting budgets together, that's when you go. Oh yeah, where's that math class again? Oh yeah. That's yeah, when you pull out back. a calculator. Mm, well, maybe or your phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was watching a little clip that was from Ellen this morning and she was interviewing um Simon from whatever that show is. 
America's Got Talent and all of those well, things. Oh, Simon right, Cowell. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you meant Ann Garfunkel. I don't know. Yeah, no. <laughs> Which Simon? No. Simon Cowell, yeah. And she said, so I hear you don't have a phone. What did you do? Why did you get rid of it? He says, I just realized that I was spending all of my time down like this instead of like being in, in the present. And he said, so I just got rid of it. And I started thinking about that, and I thought, well, what if somebody had to get a hold of me? He goes, well, they can just call and leave a message at my office or at my home. He has somebody that has a cell phone around him that can reach him. He has so, the luxury of being uh, able being to, able to not a have a phone, phone, right? Yeah, I thought like that he, was... He can have that mantra because he has assistance and stuff. Exactly. That's why I went, yeah, but that phone's not very far. Anyway. Interesting. Okay. Now we're going to come over to you, Matt. Okay. You attend Valencia. You shared that. But you also attended someplace else. There's actually a third one I, d- I haven't told you oh, about. Oh, do And tell. that's the first one. Um, I went to FSU for my freshman year of college. You know what? I did a little bit of a time at FSU, too, like it's jail. Not really. Well, it's the most beautiful jail I've ever been to. It's a nice campus. That's it's the really nicest cool. thing I have to say about it is just the campus is beautiful. Oh, you have to go to Rollins and check out their campus. Oh, I have been to Rollins many times. It's a beautiful I, I take campus. voice lessons there. Oh, with um, Dr. With Sinclair? No, not with him personally. He, he, he's asked me to join the choir, but I can't sight-read music, so it would be a challenge for me. Ooh. Yeah. Guess, is that hard to do? Sight-read music? Yeah. It's kind of like learning a language, but not that difficult. Mm. It's like a step below. In difficulty, but, <coughs> but I have some yeah, familiarity with it. But I went to FSU for <laughs> how back long? On back. For a year. Wow. But um, I didn't have a car or anything, and I didn't get into the film program. They only accept like ten they people have a, good a year. One up there too. Yeah, but it's very exclusive. They accept like ten people a year, and that's it. And you got in? No. Oh. And that's why I left. Okay. <laughs> so I came back to UCF and applied to their f- film program and did not get into that either. Okay. But but they had a BA in film, so I did my four-year bachelor's in cinema studies. Very interesting. There. And then I used that to um, apply to Valencia and do their film program for a year. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I learned more about both of you that I did not know. Very good. So, what do you guys, we're starting with you now, Matt. Okay. What do you do as an intern for the Intern Whisperer Show? What do you do? What are your responsibilities? Because they just became new today, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, they sure did. <clears throat> just look around me. I'm on the soundboard. I'm yeah. operating. I had to check the mics, um, setting up the show notes. Mm-hmm. Um, contacting guests. Contacting guests. I will start contacting you guests. You will be contacting guests. That's right. And converting our show into a podcast. I'm delegating that one to him. He's a computer now, though, so we can Uh, It's not in his possession yet, but when it is, I think so. Because I was thinking about, well, if we split it up where you have to take half of the show uh, and half of the show notes, then it could be, you know, it could be very effective. Or somebody could convert all of the show notes to PDFs, and then somebody could do all of the MP3 files. But mm. whatever, I, I don't care. How do we get it done? Okay. So how did you how did you land here? Oh, well, you know. I'm going to go ahead and combine those two together. How did you land this opportunity? How did you find out about it? Well, I went to Valencia, um, their internship office, and they um, have a database of various internships. Mm-hmm. 
and yours was listed, and you contacted me. Yeah, you submitted. He submitted his resume through the school's career service yeah. portal. Yeah, so that's good. And that's how he got here. All right, coming over here to you, Abby. Hey, well, my responsibilities here. Um, I'm and you've been here longer than Matt, so. Not by much, but yeah. Yeah, a yeah. little. A week or two. <laughs> yeah. Least, Something like that, yeah. 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 Um, well, I'm an associate producer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so far, thus far, my responsibilities are assisting uh, in the making of the show. Yes. I've dealt with the soundboard. This is my first time actually running things here. Yeah. Uh, fun. I'm enjoying it so far. Very really good. Cool. I know that we talked about tabling and going to the campus so we could, you know, play with some uh, films. Uh, film. So Correct. Well, film. I, I think that's more of a fancy word for, like, movies. Right. But um, doing some little clips on the campus and taking the campuses by storm, so to speak, and getting people to sign up for intern pursuit. So that is on the table, too. I it don't want to exclude that. So it's yeah. like here, but it's also going to be on the ground. Yeah, we have our video part of our internship, too. We, we do. Mm-hmm. We do. And that's just ramping up. Right. Yeah, we're we're it building is. it up, that's and hopefully we'll start tackling that pretty soon. I'm excited. Yeah. I will tell you that last week we were testing out this, um, the software. I had the students that were working with me at Starter Studio. What's ah, Khalil's here. Oh, hey, Khalil. Write him a note. Say hi. Um, And so I asked the students that were uh, down with me at Starter Studio (laughs) to please um, sign up as students (coughs) and employers. So we were testing all kinds of things out and finding all of the bugs. Testing the internship pursuit Yeah, the registration and the ability to Mm -hmm. create your profile. So that is supposed to be um, they're clearing out all the bugs this week. And it should be ready to go by next week. So we can actually go on the campus and people should be able to sign up. And Josh and Tony are creating a really nice print piece for me that I can take to the campuses because recruiting events like this Thursday, I'm going to be at Rollins College um, over there. And they're doing an employer spotlight. So I get to go meet students there. Next week, Valencia College West Campus has their career fair. And the week after that, um, I'll be going to UCF's um, PR and marketing and advertising um, event. So I'm going to be at three campuses, and we're going to be there. We'll be interim pursuit. We'll also be at UCF's campus and also at Valencia. So it'll be two for one there. Anyway, how did you get your internship internship here? Well, um, I know Khalil. Yeah. Uh, who knows Jaron? Who's a Wednesday night host. Yes, the Wednesday night host. Yeah. Um, and he was here before I was here. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're also roommates. Yeah. So every time he would come home, he would tell me about the things that you guys would do here on the show. And I expressed interest. And he also was kind of excited to bring me in, too, if there mm-hmm. was an opening. And uh, there was an opening, and he got me in here. I met with you, and... Uh, and then that's how you got here. Yeah, I'm yeah. enjoying every every bit of it. That's super cool. I will say that um, when we did when I went through their database and like I picked out which internships I was gonna do, like they um, they specifically pointed out Pivot um, and said they're a, they're a great company. Carrie Fleming was well. It she wasn't. She didn't do it for me. It was um, somebody else. else. Yeah. But well, they we said, should give a shout out to whoever whoever that career person was. 
I don't know their name. Ah, But that person said they're they're a great company to work for. They've done a lot of internships for us, and they always come back with positive things to say. So I'd say that's a very likely option. I think they'll get back to you. And you did. Ah, thanks. I I appreciate hearing that because, you know, I don't always hear what somebody says until, like, like these kind of instances. Wow, that's nice to hear. All right. So going back to Abby now. Um, what have you learned from your internship that you believe is the most valuable skill that you're going to take into your next opportunity and why? Well, um, sorry. I've always had a little bit of an issue with managing my time. Mm. Sometimes I let things pile up for no reason whatsoever. And I've always believed that I could get better on that department. And being here has definitely helped me you know, get everything in order. And did you do what I told you to do with your calendar? I, I did. And I did, did and that it, really help you? It, it does. It really does. I, I managed good. to find time to study um, and work slash look for a job. Also dedicate the right amount of time to uh, the show here. Mm-hmm. And it has helped. Ever since I've joined, I've managed to uh, prioritize kind of get my many, many tasks. So. Yeah. I think that's a very important skill to have. You need to be organized. It doesn't matter what oh, yeah. you're going for, what field or career you're pursuing. It is important to uh, be organized and have a clear agenda of what you have to do. One of the people in, that were in the military said that being on time is not exactly at that hour. Being on time is 10 minutes early. So if you're 10 <laughs> minutes early, then that's on time because... And I thought about that, and I went, you know, that really makes sense. Because if you're early, then you're not, there's no way you're going to be late. Because one time I was having transportation issues, and, you know, the vehicle broke down. It, because I take the bus from right. downtown to here. And who would think the bus would break down? But it did. And so it's like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to be late. And it did. It set me behind. So... You want to make sure that you are planning to deliver whatever it is. Your deliverables are always on time, if not early. Mm -hmm. That makes the biggest difference. And I also met um, this guy inside of Starter Studio. He's a a software developer. Mm -hmm. And he said that he gets to charge premium price because he's never missed a deadline. They're either at the exact date they say that it is or he's early. And that just doesn't happen normally. So I think that that's a really good um, goal to set Mm -hmm. where people go, okay, I'm going to make sure that I finish this either ahead of schedule or exactly on the date that it's due. So you're not asking for grace or forgiveness or any of those things like, oh, please (laughs) let me turn this in late. Yeah, a good thing to have. What about you, Matt? What's your takeaway? I'd say communication and working with a large group of people and toward a, like one goal, mm-hmm. like how we've, we're working on our video and we're splitting it into different storyboards and each of us had to um, segment it out, but we each had to email it, include everyone in the email. And the graphics all have to look the same the because gra- this is yeah. a training video yeah. for the engine pursuit software. Like everyone has to be very transparent because it has to all seem uniform, like you mm-hmm. said, because it's all for intern pursuit. It all has to seem like yeah. intern pursuit. Yeah, like one person prepared it. Yeah. Yeah. Those are really good Whereas it's a team. skills. Yeah. And working, especially when you work with somebody else, it's really important to talk. 
constantly so that nothing does get dropped. Because going back to high school, dreaded high school, I was never good at group projects. So, <laughs> did you have group projects in high school? Oh yeah. I don't. I don't think anybody. I wasn't the one that. who did no work, but I didn't talk a lot in the group. Oh, uh, more of an introverted personality. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's that you did the work, but you just didn't want to have the voice that was. In yeah, there. I was like, I'd prefer to do this alone. No, <laughs> got it. All right, so what advice would you share with college students that are just like you, whether they're looking for an internship or trying to figure out who they are and what they're going to do? What would you say? Well, since I'm such an introvert and I'm very shy, I'd say I don't think I I ever really took full advantage of the opportunities that were available to me at, like, UCF. Like, Like what? Film club. Um, oh, the clubs. Yeah, there's groups. there's all these clubs and groups, and I only ever went to one, and I had to have a friend go with me because I'm like I can't do it by myself. <laughs> you needed <laughs> I, a wingman. <laughs> yeah, I needed a wingman to get me through going to film I club. I don't think that that's a unique problem. To be honest, I think most people are like that, where they are, you know, hesitant. Um, I'm more of an extroverted personality, and that doesn't mean. I know I talk a lot, but usually extroverted people get their energy from others, and mm -hmm. so that's really where an introverted process is inside of their head. Extroverted in their speech, um, they talk to be able to solve the problem. So th when we call somebody an extrovert, according to Myers-Briggs, there's depth to what that can mean. Right. You know, somebody that's outgoing and friendly, which is what we typically think about, but it's also how somebody processes their language and then it can also be part of how they actually extend themselves to others. There's mm -hmm. more than that. But anyway, um, I think that being reserved, I don't think it's necessarily shy or being extremely withdrawn. I think it's more of just being reserved and wanting to kind of assess the scene and go, okay, where is it that I fit into this? Yeah. I think that's just human nature. Yeah, but I think... Um being outgoing is a good skill to have. You know, you've heard fake it until you make it. Yeah. Yeah. It's That's one of those things. So I've decided, um, this was quite a while back. I sat there and went, uh, you may not believe this, but I really do not necessarily like going into the, the, I do not like being in the front and center and I prefer to be in the background. But I also know that if I'm wanting to take my product out, scaling it, it requires I'm going to be very uncomfortable. I'm going to have to do things yeah. that I don't like. And <clears throat> one of my previous interns had said that to me, uh, Brit Brittany, Brittany Stanley, and her name is also Breezy, and she's the character in the game. That was really good, good counsel that she gave me, and I went, okay, fine. So I said, you're going to have to give me like a day or two to be able to process this, and then I'll, I'll get it. But I've started every time I go to events, I go, hi, my name is. And then it's really not that you have to talk a lot. All you have to do is just listen. And that's what think, I've heard. Oh listening. People love talking about themselves. Yeah, you just have to be the one that's brave and goes out there and says, hi, my name's Matt, or hi, my name's Abby. Um, tell me about yourself. What do you do? And just smile, and then people will start. You don't have to talk at all. Yeah. <laughs> Unless they ask you questions. 
So. And then the danger comes. No, I'm just kidding. No, the danger. But <laughs> mm. I'm glad you're sitting over there next to him. So whatever, you know, danger, I don't know. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what about you, Abby? Uh, what, what advice I would give to college yeah. students, right? Well, yeah. I had a very similar response to Matt's, but uh, when I was when I first started off uh, in college, I didn't really see the point of internships. Mm. Um, I figured it's just something to add on your resume. I should really just focus on studying and working and doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I I can now tell I can now say with a uh, very confident that mm. I was wrong. Uh, mm. I believe internships are very helpful. Yeah, I agree. And the sad thing is I know a lot of people that used to think like me. I don't need an internship. It's a waste of time. Mm. And uh, I would say to, I would, I would tell somebody in that position, the position that I was a couple years ago, to uh, don't knock it till you try. Mm-hmm. And go for it. It gives you great experience and you get to network, which is always good. I think the most valuable thing about an internship is um, I think everybody learns something about themselves. You sure. will learn mm-hmm. what you you like to do and what you may not like to do. You can try out different industries. I would always tell people, mm, try and take like three or four. And in different industries, so you can see, okay, do I like the financial field? Do I like real estate? Do I like... Um, just pick anything, you know, entertainment, hospitality, just pick one. And then you can see where is it that, it doesn't matter what your degree is, but where you fit into that industry, because you can take it anywhere. I was an English major, and originally it's like, oh, then that means you're going to teach. Yeah, but I can teach not in the classroom. I can teach anywhere. I can teach in my own business. I can teach in other places. There's always this place where whatever it is that you're super passionate about, that's going to be where you actually find, oh, this is my purpose. This is what I'm supposed to do. This is what I love to do, and I'm going to love doing no matter what because the career path that you choose, it's going to change after five years, and you shouldn't think, oh, my God, that's what I'm going to do forever. No, yeah, it's not. You're not limited to that. You're going to be able to do all kinds of things. You can try different industries, but... The most important thing, I did not do an internship. And when I was graduating from uh, from Rollins, I jumped straight into the classroom, and I was teaching at um, Lake Brantley High School. And my goodness, if I had had an internship, I would have known what I was doing. I was just told, keep him in the room. It's the last six weeks of the school year. Don't give him a hall pass. Don't let him out. And I went, okay, am I walking into the jungle or, you know, pick any type of a movie that was, um, you know, like this, this, anything, anything, you know, yeah. that's a teaching movie. And you go, is that what it's going to be like? And it wasn't. It was like a really good experience. But I learned that's what I like to do was teaching. And then I was a financial analyst and I went, I don't like that. But I loved the training part. I loved everything else about that job. Huh. And that was with the Nature Conservancy. So if I had had an internship, I would have known better what I liked and what I was good at. And I would not have spent two years in a job where I wasn't good at it. I think a lot of people give up on trying to find something they love as a career and Mm. just settle on... 
So when I work with students, I, I usually lead with this. I said, tell me what it is you absolutely love to do. Three things that you just love to do. Can you tell me that right now? Movies, video games, singing. Okay. What do you like? Well, um, I like movies, skating, and hanging out with friends. Okay. So all of those sounds like you're very social. Right. You know, hanging out with friends is a social thing. Movies, it's still something you can do by yourself. Same, same with skating, but, you know, you can also do that with friends. Of course. And yours is also, you know, film, game, and what was the third one? Singing. Singing, that's right. So they're all something that you can do with people, but you can also do it by solo. Mm -hmm. Now, you can see that you can make a career path in entertainment with that. There used to be a restaurant, I'm pretty sure there are everywhere, where you'd have to come out and you'd just start singing. Like when you're bringing people food. Oh, like a singing waiter. Yeah. They used to do it at Macaroni Grill. I don't know if they do it anymore. Yeah, I did drama in high school, and there was always a period where for like a semester, everyone's like, I'm going to be an actor. I'm going to go to college for <laughs> acting. And most of those people don't end up going No, it's route. hard work, right? <laughs> well, oh, my it, gosh. I, don't, I, I can't think of a job it would be harder to be hired in and be successful at. There's just know. like so many failed actors. Astronaut? It's very competitive. <laughs> Something where it's really hard, like uh, well, astronaut. I don't mean like hard as in like the job is hard. I mean like just the sheer quantity of people trying Exactly. It. Like your chances All of success of are so low just because there's so many other people. Astronaut, that's just because of the intelligence yeah, and everything involved. Yeah. And with acting, yeah, I don't so know, much but there's a lot of people that apply. What yeah, are you saying? I'm sorry. With acting, so much people just... They just throw everything away to actually pursue it. Yeah. Can you do character voices? Not really. <laughs> okay. I was just wondering. My voice is too deep. I can't do, like, higher stuff. <laughs> yeah. Like, every, I think every guy knows how to do Donald Duck, but that doesn't count. So, I sorry. Can, I can't do Donald Duck. Okay, Neither that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so, for you, Abby, though, to be able to say, what do you want to do? It sounds like you have, you know, a broader interest because there's this part that likes things that are outside, more of like physical activities, but then you also have the film. So you could do something that's the best of both of those. But one of the things that um, came to me is when I was working with the hospitality students today, I went, you know what? I think every business should have somebody in hospitality and events. Every business. Because they understand customer service, they're supposed to at a really yeah. high level. Mm -hmm. They also understand um, quite a bit more about operations, I think, like, you know, on the management side. But they also have to really understand marketing. So I felt like that's a really good position. I would say the same for a business. They should always have somebody that has, in this case, double threat, marketing and video experience. Because 90% of the content that goes out is supposed to be video on social channels and to me that's why i would want to hire that kind of person because right. now you're going to have more bandwidth you're going to have more to bring to my company than just making movies so if your goal is yeah. to make movies you're right the competition is fierce mm -hmm. but if you sit here and you go i have i have a skill set that i can bring to every business owner instead of hiring a you know, outside company, a contractor to come and do it, I need to make sure I pick up another s skill set that they would find very desirable. So marketing and the ability to do film, 
very good video. Very, very good. And it should help you to get your foot in the door to any type of a business. Like real estate uses lots of video. Yeah. Um, I know the military does, too. Military, too. Government. They do a lot. Just pick an industry and then see where can you position yourself in that industry with that kind of a company. Because I know a film, like, um, if you want to make movies, Orlando's not the city to do it. Mm -mm. You need to go to Utah. (laughs) 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 Okay, that's a private joke. Nobody knows what we're talking about. Um, You actually need to go to Atlanta. That's where all those Marvel movies are made. They're all made in Atlanta. Superhero movies are in Atlanta. Black Panther, Thor. Like, um, actually, here at Valencia, they brought over this giant camera rig that was on a car that they used to speed around. And they're like, we just recently used this on Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther and yeah. Avengers 4. Wow. Where like, is it? Really is it on the campus? No, it's gone. Oh, rats. <laughs> would have loved to you see can't that. see it, but it's like, and they let us drive around in it. We couldn't, nice. we didn't drive it. We just held on to the camera, but you, you like swivel on the back of the truck like with firemen, the camera. Kind of like firemen, right? Kind of. Like, you if you imagine if you're on the back, on the back of, the of the ladder yeah. and it's moving yeah. and you're holding on to the camera, but you have to keep it steady as you're moving. Oh, wow. That's got to be nerve-wracking. Like, it's only, like, they only went as fast as, like, 25 miles per hour, but it was still actually pretty exhilarating just trying oh, to I keep bet. the camera steady while I doing that. 25 can be really fast if you're trying to hold on to something. Well, and there's ball. no windows or anything. It's all yeah. open air. You're just, you like, and this oh, $1,000 camera really... you're holding on to. Yeah, some kind of body armor, like leather jacket yeah. or something. But Atlanta's heard. really That's big. what I've heard, actually. Atlanta's getting huge for film. That's yeah. super cool. Yeah, so I'm, I think I'm going to be writing more of these articles about how I think um, students in school need to have, like, definitely a minor and another compatible type of a degree. So if you had film, obviously, and, like, PR... That would be a good mix or marketing. But that's one of the things that we've talked about is Mm -hmm. being able for you guys to pick up some more skills that would be in creating content. Because if you can create content, and I mean like posts for social content, that makes it so that you either A, you can um, communicate with other people inside of the company that are doing that, and it kind of makes you bilingual, I think, when you can have the ability to um, position what you're talking about in their jargon. Mm-hmm. I think that's a really helpful skill to have. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Well, that's good Good tips that you're passing on. Excellent. So we're going to, um, what, who are some of your inspiring leaders and why? You're oh, up. I get to go first? You get to go first. Well, um... When they ask me this question, I always have somebody in the film industry because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm Yeah, we did that when Nell was leaving, right? We yeah. didn't have that on the air, but you right. should definitely share what we were talking about after. Uh, I always have at least one person in the film business, <clears throat> and that person today is Denis Villeneuve. He's a filmmaker responsible for films such as uh, Blade Runner, Arrival. I don't Blade Runner 2049. I, I know the one. movies, but I don't even know that name that you said. Right. He's a French-Canadian director. Mm. And uh, like I said before, he just makes the films that I wish to make. But why? Future. What what he, makes his film so good? He just understands the well, craft. They're really pretty. He That's underst- my main take. Yes. <laughs> he understands the craft 
not only from a visual standpoint, but from a storytelling standpoint. Mm. His movies usually have a really big twist. And it it's not a twist just for the sake of being a twist. It's building up to it. And there are hints throughout. And he's very clever in his filmmaking. And I admire him a lot. So he is definitely one of my most inspi- biggest inspirations. Okay, so that's somebody business. you don't know. Is there somebody that is a personal, like a, somebody you, you know, a friend, a yeah. teacher? Or yeah, well, uh, my mom is... I feel like sometimes I don't appreciate her as much as I should. I don't think anybody ever appreciates <laughs> their mom as yeah. much as they yeah, should. Probably not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my mother has been through some stuff, but I respect that she always, you know, holds her head high and pushed through it. And she's taught us to do the same. She is always making. She growing up, she would always say things are not going to get better; they're going to get harder. Mm-hmm. And it's all about your attitude. It's all about what you're willing to do about that it. That will tie in with the quote that we have. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, really nice. Yeah. So I admire her a lot because just seeing her grow and she just inspires me to do better every day, no matter the situation that I'm in. Mm. So, yeah, I would say those two for now. That is very good. How about you, Matt? Well, now I'm conflicting on my inspiring leader because... <laughs> I wasn't going to go with someone from film. I was going to go with a really, like, generic answer. Oh, really? Okay, then throw it out there. Let's hear it. I have a film (coughs) one, too. I was going to go with Barack Obama. Oh, really? Okay, why? That's That's not generic. That is very interesting, actually. Yeah, I think there's only been one person in all of these nine months of shows that have said that. Well, he just came from a poor family, a racially divided family, brought himself up through law school, became the youngest tenured professor there ever, and then managed to become a senator, and then the first black president of the United States. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just... So that's and an inspiring he was story. one of the few pres- recent um, presidents' recent memory to be relatively scandal-free. That's true. Like, <laughs> like there was no mistress in the... <laughs> yeah, there were no mistri- there was no mistress scandals or, like, big secret in his closet or anything yeah no tax issues whatever yeah and i just and he was so eloquent in how he spoke Mm -hmm. to the people Mm -hmm. and i think that's some i would say i don't want to get political he was always very poised i just miss the poise and the dignity and the he represented an ideal of a leader with class with class yeah I just feel like I'm bordering on saying something too political. But. Oh, no, that's okay. You don't have to worry about that. Well, I get it. Who's your other person? Well, for filmmaking, I'd just go with Alfred Hitchcock. Classic. Oh, that is classic. Because he is classic. He's transcended time where people still reference his techniques of filmmaking to this day, where he, like his famous saying of you, put, um, you have two people talking at a dinner, yeah. and then you put a bomb under the table, and they don't know about it, but the audience knows about it. Yeah. That's and so better. they're just sitting there waiting the whole time, when's the bomb going to go off? Mm-hmm. But you just have these two characters talking. Mm-hmm. Right. As opposed to having two people sitting at a dinner table, and the bomb just goes off without any notice. Yeah. And then you're like, whoa, a bomb went off. But if you do that... It creates the element of suspense. And yeah, you're like, it okay, does. it's not a matter of a bomb went off. It's a matter of when is the bomb going to go off. Mm-hmm. That's a very interesting technique. 
It and is. it's something that's unique to film, and it's it like is. a unique way of interacting with the audience. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. That is good. I hadn't even thought about that. And I can go back through some of his uh, movies, you know, Psycho. Oh, so good. So scary. And you don't even see anybody being killed, but it's all done with, and it was black and white, right? Yeah. And you see that pool of blood, and you're just going, oh, my gosh, you know what it is. Because your imagination is the most valuable camera that's going on inside of your and head. And he did that at a time when color films were, be, were becoming really normal. He deliberately yeah. chose to do a black and white because yeah. he knew he could still have that impact. Yeah, it's huge. And it still is. It's classic, as we said. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, so our quote this week, because I'm going to leave plenty of time for movie stuff. Okay. <laughs> um, our, because on Wednesdays we have Wild Card Wednesday, but on Mondays we're going to have Motivational Monday. And the quote is by Charles Swindoll, and it's, Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you react to it. What is an example that demonstrates that you reacted to something, good or bad, over whatever it was that was happening to you? I'll go first. Okay. 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 That gives you some time to think. So I've had, as an entrepreneur, as a startup entrepreneur, there are a lot of challenges. It doesn't take two years to be able to make money. Sometimes it takes three. And you can wait a while because you're trying to figure out, okay, who's my target audience? You know, What is it that I'm doing? What is the service? Because we usually start way too big and we have to bring it down to just like laser point, right? And we think that's not specific enough. It actually is. However, um, I have learned that I've been through a lot of adversity in these past five years, things that are just really personal, um, and I'm not always comfortable sharing them. So That's fair. Yeah. But I would tell myself three things, that everything and everyone is temporary. So whatever it is that I'm going through, and there have been some really rough, rough, rough patches it's temporary. It's really hard to believe that sometimes. It is. Are temporary I have to tell myself that every day. Because then an emotion can feel permanent. Yes. That yes. You're, you want, you, like objectively, you can say it's temporary, but in your heart, you believe this is never going away. Yeah. But you don't think it ever will. The second thing I tell myself is that don't pay attention to distractions, good or bad. So if something really wonderful happens, you know, like, Oh, my gosh, I'm waiting to find out if I get a fellowship with the Founders Institute. That's mm-hmm. the Boston um, accelerator that I would want to go and fly in and fly out one day a week for 12 weeks. Well, every you know, I sit here and go, oh, my gosh, they're going to make a decision. I thought it was today. It's going to be this Friday. I'm like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so you know, if I get in, that's like really awesome. But if I don't get in, it's not the end of the world. So I usually go with... Don't pay attention to distractions because good or bad, they can take you off of the path that you're supposed to be on. And for me, I'm I'm a woman of faith, so I believe that God is in control, that he has my back. And I have to remind myself, if I really believe that, I need to not pay attention to those those other two things that are going on. Everything is temporary. Don't think it's going to be forever. Don't pay attention to distraction. So basically, don't believe in what I see. Believe in the one that I don't see. And so those are the three things I tell myself. And it's honestly how I can get out of bed in the morning sometimes because it's really, it can be really scary. Yeah. Yeah, most definitely. So that's my my example of 
90% of how I react to it, it's a choice. And every day I know I have to make a choice to um, not believe in what I see, but more in what I don't see. So what's your example? Which one of us are you asking? Uh, I don't know. Whoever yeah. wants to go first. I'll go first. Okay. Um, it's very interesting what you very said. <laughs> it's very interesting what you said. Um, I actually, I've been thinking about this quote since the entire show mm-hmm. and how true it is. Mm. Um, I believe that we have very little control of the outcome. Zero. It's like all you can do to keep this hot mess in, in check, right? Exactly. Like Just there's, try there's, and keep you in check. Yeah, there's only so much you can do when it comes to uh, the outcome. Mm-hmm. And uh, I believe that, all right, I'm going to use a very weird example, but let's say that I'm going on on a date. Mm-hmm. And I'm planning it. I pick the restaurant. And it's, I, I can see it in my head. It's my plan, and I want it to go down to a T. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, it gets ruined. She never shows up or anything. Or, and everything is, yeah. you know, Spaghetti precious. gets spilled all over. Whatever. Well, um, you can either end the evening with a sad feeling, oh, she never showed up, or you can try to make the best of the evening. Maybe she wasn't supposed to show up. You, exactly. The only thing so, we know is they didn't show up. Exactly. So, And I believe that, you know, applying that to yourself, maybe things don't go as planned. It's what you don't know. It's, exactly. It's fine. It didn't go as you wanted it to go, so what's next? Don't, mm-hmm. don't overthink it. And yeah. it's scary how that 10% and 90% can... Flip. Somehow flip with some people, you know, and some, your imagination yeah. goes crazy well, with the ninety percent thing, and just they just stay there overthinking. Meanwhile, time is going by, and you're not doing anything. You're just overthinking stuff, That's and that a is a very example. scary notion, in my opinion. So uh, I believe that whenever something just doesn't, it's go our attitude and plan, our choice. Your attitude, exactly, and how you decide to tackle it. All right, Matt. That reminds me of a very similar story, so I'll go a different path. Um, <laughs> All right. I'd just say in my choice of um, my academic career of, like, I kept not getting into these schools, mm-hmm. so I'd go to a different one. Mm-hmm. And I didn't get into the UCF, like, BFA, so I did the BA. and But I didn't get everything I wanted out of that, so I went to the Lindsay Film School. Good choice. You went to the cheapest one last. Yeah. The least expensive, not cheapest, but the least expensive. But then there were other aspects I, of filmmaking. I realized I was more post-production oriented rather than being on set or writing. And so now I'm taking classes at like the library on learning more about different editing softwares and such and t- doing this internship <coughs> and realizing, building on those skills and... I'm doing an internship like much later in my college career than most people would, but that's okay. I was, yeah, I I didn't mind much later. I was <laughs> older than you when I was actually transitioning because I yeah. got married first and then I went back to school and I decided, okay, teaching it is. So, yeah, I was still in my 20s, but yeah. Yeah. So you don't know. You just don't know what direction you're going to go. No, it's... um... But you have a positive outlook, and you're always willing. One of the things that I could say is you go, okay, I'll try that. And you have a very good outlook about that. So you're definitely taking full advantage of everything that you can during the experience. Yeah, that's definitely what I'm trying to... Yeah, no, you're not trying. You're doing it. 
Oh, yes, thank you. are <laughs> doing it. All right, so now we get to move over to what you guys want to be able to talk about. We can talk about movies, except I skipped this one question. What is the one question that you would like to ask me? Do you want to go first this time? I do. Okay, I know ahead. exactly what I want to ask. Okay. Are you, in fact, the intern whisperer? <coughs> yes, I am. Do you want to know the story behind that? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. So when I was working with so many different students, um, and I got into Starter Studio, well, even before that, um, a couple people, uh, gentlemen that are um, mentors in the Starter community, uh, Michael Judith, he would come up to me and says, I don't know anybody who can get 30 students to come and work for them across all different disciplines. How do you do this? What are you, some kind of an intern whisperer? And I went, you know, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so the name kind of stuck, and then a few other people had heard that, and so they'd say, yeah, you're like some kind of an intern whisperer. How do you get them to do that? Teach me that stuff. And so that's how the name came, uh, came about. Because I just had that epiphany like 30 minutes ago that the <laughs> show, I, th I just thought it was the title of the show. It didn't occur to me that you yourself were the intern yeah, whisperer. I, like, it yeah, blew my, my mind. My secret <laughs> identity is that I'm the intern whisperer. So I have a, uh, because I like superheroes, I had one of the guys on the, Tyler Edlin, who's been a guest on the show, um, he created a character for me. It's Princess Izzy. And she's in the game also, but, you know, she looks real badass, like Laura, Laura Croft, but, you know, <laughs> a little bit softer, um, a little bit. <laughs> and that's my character in the game, but that's how I see the intern Whisperer is more of a, like a superhero. Not that I am, but the character is. The superhero in a way we can be in life. Yeah, yeah, we always can be. What's your favorite superhero? I guess that's another question. Oh, my <laughs> favorite superhero, Lara Croft. I, well, I don't guess she's a superhero, but you know, I like her. Well, she's a superhuman. She survives yeah. a lot. She goes. She yeah. goes through a lot. Yeah, I like those I like recent those. games are brutal. She goes yeah. through a lot of stuff. But if I was going to pick superhero, I don't even think Tony Stark counts because, like, is he or is he not? Yeah, he's a superhero. Yeah, he is. That. But Iron Man, I love. I like his wit is so quick. You know, yeah. he just moves so fast. Yeah, you have to pay attention really fast. And then I guess I would say Deadpool. I like that one. Oh also. really? Yeah. So you like the witty superheroes? Oh my gosh, like crazy wicked fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Okay, what's your question? Well, I was just curious, um, where did the this idea of starting a podcast came from? How did that opportunity present itself to you? Actually, um, one of my previous um, students that had interned with me, mm -hmm. he was here and he was doing a show. He said, you need to come over here and do a show. You need to actually put your show out there. And I started thinking about it, and I talked to a couple people at Valencia, and they said, yeah, like I, we think that would be a good idea. I went, okay. So that's how the show started, and I was fortunate that I had gone, because I know zero about this. And I was going to um, some meetups to learn more about podcasting, mm -hmm. and that's where I met Andy. He was one of the he runs the podcast down at the uh, Melrose Center downtown at the Orlando Public Library, and um, he was telling me like what I needed to do. And so when I was, I was going. This sounds like a lot of work. I don't think I I have time for this. I'm trying to get a software to launch, um, but it was. Through him, I had met uh, at a career fair, Jerron, and so I said, hey, you know, at one of the meetups, so 
I'm going to be having a show at Valencia, and I need somebody that is a producer that can help us do that. And he said, I'll help you. And so that's how the show came about, you know, really quick, because I had somebody that understood how to set up show notes and how to run the board. And so he taught Jerron and a little bit me, but mainly Jerron. Mm-hmm. And, you know, from there, it just kind of took off. So that's the story. Very inspiring. I always wonder, like, how did you get this idea of like starting this show with a very well? And it, it makes audience. sense as part of the uh, software because it's just another distribution channel to mm-hmm. get the message right. out. Right. And the focus, I always knew that I wanted the focus to be on um, students and hashtag what I learned. That's Katrina Davison's idea. Hashtag what I learned. Um, I came up with employers for change, and that's really where. What did the employers? Um, that's another PR strategy. Is so we bring employers in, we bring students in, and we talk about what did you learn, and then do you want to be an employer for change that is really making sure that students get the job skills that they are supposed to get, because that's what's supposed to happen. It should happen for all of us. Right. So let's talk movies. Uh-oh. Okay. And I, I'm not exactly sure where we are on time. So well, I we started at a different time. So when do we have to end? Well, I'm looking fi- at this. And 53 minutes. 53 yes. minutes. So we're pretty close to the uh, end. I will not talk about movies, but you guys each get basically because we're supposed to have a 50 minute show. We're already over 50. Right. We can go to a full um, 60 minutes, and then we're going to have to. Yes. We should. We need to leave two minutes for, you know, s- shout out and our last sponsor. Well, you said you weren't going to talk about movies, but I was going to ask you a question. Because sure. I've asked this question to every single person I've met this year. What, what did you see Avengers Infinity War? <laughs> did you like it? Oh, I have not seen that movie yet. Oh, wow. really? I know. Interesting. It's, it wasn't on Netflix. So <laughs> it will be. <laughs> it will be, but it wasn't. So I haven't gone I haven't gone to the movie theaters in a while. To it's see quite movies. something. I know that there was this. So you could watch all 20 of the Avenger movies and all of the Marvels that were out. I was thinking about doing that. That'd be like a, I can't imagine. This like a whole day in a movie theater. I'd feel like a zombie. I think it's over a day of content now. Yeah, I thought it was like 20 it's hours. It's over 24 hours now. Yeah. It's, anyway, I would, I would so do that. But I want to go with somebody so it's like we can hunker in. Okay, <laughs> favorite movie. Oh, wow. Well, I have two, actually. I'll just briefly mention them. Okay. Um, one of them is called Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance. I've heard of the last one. What was the first one? Wait, no, that's, it's that's the, the one movie. It, that's just its <laughs> that's full title. title. Yeah. Okay, Birdman say it. Birdman or the Unexpected, or the unexpected Birdman, Virtue. Birdman, one with Michael Keaton? Yes. Mm-hmm. I did not get to see that one. It looks so good. It's amazing. It's all done. In, it's made to look at like one continuous take, the whole movie. Oh. It's very technically impressive. It's one of my favorites for sure. Yeah, I heard really. And didn't it get in an Academy Award? Yeah, it won Best Picture, Best Director, Best Screenplay, and if I'm not mistaken, Best Cinematography. Mm. And Michael Keaton. No, he didn't. Eddie Redmayne beat him that year with uh, The Theory of Everything, if I'm not mistaken. Michael Keaton, I think, is one of those actors. He so deserved that. Yeah, he deserved it, in my opinion, but oh well. It just wasn't Did you see Spider-Man Homecoming? I really like superhero <laughs> movies. If it came out this year, I haven't seen it. came out last year. Yeah, probably didn't see it. No, no, well, I haven't. Yeah. He played a bird-themed villain. <laughs> yeah, which was pretty funny. That was great. Yeah. But he was fantastic in it. He sure was. 
Yeah. I shall have to go and um, sit down and figure out a good time to watch these movies. So. I just grew up. It's okay. With I'm Super behind. I'm behind on the Marvel Cinematic Universe too. I haven't watched. Them. There's so many. I'm not. I've watched all of them, <laughs> and because uh, I grew up reading superhero comics, especially mm-hmm. Spider-Man, so I it's just Spider-Man. like yeah. this embedded love in my heart. Ah, <laughs> who's your superhero that you identify with? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. And you? Spider-Man all the way. Mm-hmm. And they just came out with a game for it. Oh, so good. Game's so good. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to have to go look at that now. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. Okay, we need to have our sh- our uh, sponsor announce- uh, announcement. Oh, Who's up? Right. That's me. Okay. Affiliate Manager. Affiliate Manager offers a complete management service that covers all aspects of developing and optimizing an affiliate program. Not only do we provide expertise, identify high potential opportunities, and execute campaigns to maximize performance... We make it a point to require minimal work from our merchant partners. You can reach them at www.affiliatemanager.com. Thank you, Affiliate Manager, for sponsoring the Intern Whisperer Live. I'll play it. Let's do it. Yeah, see, you're the only one that didn't forget them. I know I did. Very good. Thank you to Valencia College. Thank you to Q, the station manager, for letting us be here. Um, we really appreciate all of the, the warm fuzzies that you give us. I, I don't know. Maybe he thinks that's okay. Anyway, um, shout outs. You? Oh, uh, well, quick shout out to my friends and family. Uh, love y'all. Stay golden. Thank you, Khalil, for listening. And also, Jason, we see you up there. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to my favorite movie since I didn't get to say it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I thought you did. No. <laughs> it's okay. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh my God, that's so classic! Yes, that is a wonderful movie. Yeah. First one, right? Yeah. <coughs> it's either that or Back to the Future, but probably Raiders oh of the Lost God, Ark. Oh my God, those are both great movies. Yeah. So right. I think I'm losing my voice here. All right. Okay, you guys are going to have to do the uh, social. So how do people find us? Well, well, you can find us on our uh, Facebook page, Enter Pursuit, Enter Pursuit, and also on our Twitter. Live, uh, twitter.com intern, slash intern pursuit, and uh, you can also listen to us live on Valencia College Radio every Wednesday, <coughs> and yeah, you can also watch us live now every Monday and Wednesday as well. We should have had Facebook.com slash Valencia College Radio. Call us next week. Next all week. Right. Okay, close us out, guys. Thank you to all of our listeners and all of our pivot and intern pursuit people. Thank you for listening. Ending music.